Welcome to Trivia Thursdays, the day when we take a look at some Catholic trivia in a search for information that you don't already know. But after today, you will be six steps closer to being a Catholic genius. Categories include geography, entertainment, history, art and literature, science and nature, sports and leisure. And here's your hostess, Andrea Serrani. Hooray! So we haven't done like a general sort of trivia in a while. I like keep a list of all the interesting things I find during the course of my reading and my Twitter addiction uh-huh. every week. And we did, I just have them all banked up. So uh, let's get, let's run through some of them. All right. You ready? Uh, I guess so. So first question, geography category, the little sisters, disciples of the lamb are the first contemplative community in the world to welcome into consecrated life. People with down syndrome. Oh, there is actually a canon law that prohibits people with mental disabilities from uh, being part of religious communities for various reasons, partially because you, you wouldn't have total use of your reason and will to commit yourself. Anyway, it's a long story, but they actually got this canon law uh, an exception mm-hmm. to form this religious community. Where are they located? Oh, in France. It is in France. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a report about them on Register Radio from National Catholic Register, uh-huh. not this last weekend, but the weekend before that. Hmm. If you want to hear more about them or find that article on cool. ncregister.com. Entertainment category. Pope Benedict XVI was the first pope to use social media. Hmm. The Vatican has never exactly been uh, known for being tech savvy, but the 20th century, they used lots of different kinds of communication methods to send out papal messages including the Pope's own voice. We've talked about the first Pope to be on TV, things like that. Sure. But this tradition of using modern methods actually goes back to the 19th century. Which Pope was featured in the first papal audiovisual recording? Wow. In the 19th century. It was the 19th century. So do you know who was Pope in 1896? Nope. I'll go with... Pope Paul the Third. No, it was Pope Leo the Thirteenth. Hmm. So there's this video. The visual component as, as of him. He was 93 years old, by the way. In this video, he's arriving at an event and giving a blessing. And then there's audio that's like dubbed over it. That is from another event, and he's chanting the Hail Mary. He's singing the Ave Maria chant. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. You can find it on Alatea if you are so inclined. History, the dogmatic definition of the assumption is by authority of our Lord Jesus Christ, of the blessed apostles Peter and Paul, and by our own authority, we pronounce, declare, and define it to be a divinely revealed dogma that the Immaculate Mother of God, the ever-Virgin Mary, having completed the course of her earthly life, was assumed body and soul into heavenly glory. It was declared by Pope Pius XII. When? Hmm. Pope Pius the twelfth. Yep. So you have, if you know when he was pope, that might help. We'll say nineteen. Yep. So far, so good. Sixty-eight. No, no. You know that Pope Pius the twelfth wasn't pope in nineteen sixty-eight. That was Paul the sixth. Oh. Anyway, nineteen fifty. 
So pretty close. Okay. It was celebrated as an official feast day way, way, way before that, though. Like, at least as far back as the 8th century. So if you're thinking that we didn't believe this until no, yeah, 1950, right, right, right. yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not it. Arts and literature. This summer, the Smithsonian Art Museum in Washington featured the work of Jesuits Father Giuseppe Castiglione and Father Ignatius Sicklebarth. Oh. 18th century missionaries who offered their artistic services to the imperial court of which country? The country of Spain. China. Oh. Wouldn't hmm. need to be missionaries in Spain. Oh. Well, I mean, we have missionaries in the United States. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother story. Anyway, the majority of the paintings and objects in this display, they were all um, of empresses, and most of them had never been seen by the outside world before because China has been sort of covetous of these things and keep them in this, it's called the Forbidden City, hmm. this palace complex where China's emperors and their families lived for centuries. Um, anyway, these priests have were part of the artists who were allowed to paint the empresses it's kind of cool yeah uh so check that out see about the the smithsonian's exhibits is it still there no it was there like april to june i think okay science and nature what was saint francis of assisi's least favorite animal according to a 14th century biography (laughs) of him and an account from his friend saint giles least favorite animal uh let's go with the pigeon no. Ants. Ants. Here is why. Okay. This is, this is actually like really good. Why? Mosquitoes. Will be it's not because they're annoying. Brother Giles said that St. Francis loved the ants less than any other animal because of the great care they take in the summer to gather and lay up a store of grain against the winter. But he said that he loved the birds far better because they gathered nothing one day for another. So basically, the ants <laughs> don't follow what Jesus said right. about not worrying about... Don't worry. He, Jesus says in Matthew chapter six, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you shall put on. And talks about life being more than food or clothing. Um, and he then he talks about how the sparrows right. do what do what they should. And St. Francis was like, yeah, you ants. <laughs> Didn't you listen to what Jesus said? Must not. <laughs> Disobedient ants. 